on air and online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960, The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Tuesday, July the 11th in the year of the Lord, 2023. This is episode 893. It's Hour 2 of episode 893 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed the first hour, you missed a really good hour. We had Richard Clark on from the Carteret County News Times at CarolinaCoastOnline.com. He's our resident NBA and hoops expert. We talked a little bit. Of, we talked a lot uh, about Reggie Bullock being traded from uh, Dallas to the San Antonio Spurs. We talked about uh, just everything going on, all the trade stuff, NBA summer camp, all that, or uh, the, the summer tour that they do in Las Vegas and California and all that. But let me tell you, if we got a treat for you here in the second hour as uh, two of my favorite guys that I've seen come up through the ranks of Kenston basketball, by God, they're sitting right here across from me in, in my plush, well-lit studio. We've got IP1 and IP2. That's how I refer to you guys. Yes, sir. You like yes, that? Sir. Yes, sir. I love it. I love it. But, uh, uh, man, we're going to talk, we're going to talk Winston-Salem state basketball. We're going to talk Kenston high school basketball. We're going to talk about a ton of stuff here over the next, uh, 30 minutes or so here on the show. But first off, uh, listen, welcome to the show guys. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm very honored to have you guys here right here in the summer too. I'll tell you what, I've been teasing it for a couple of days here. Isaac, uh, now you're a rising junior this year, right? Or what? Yeah, technically, I know it, it, COVID messed up everything. I yes, understand sir. that. What are are you a junior this year? Are you a senior? Are you a sophomore? What what are you classified as at Winston Salem State now? Um, on the court, I'm a, a junior, but off the court, I'm a senior. There you go. In the classroom. Because your first year was that COVID year of 2020, and here we are getting ready to enter the 23-24 season which is insane, but uh, I got to tell you, man, and, and we're going to be all over the place, guys, in, in the next 30 minutes or so, but I, in the past six months, eight months, the most fun I have had is seeing you play twice up in Winston-Salem, dude. Uh, just, I, I don't even know if I've even told you this before. I grew up in that neck of the woods. I grew up in Wilkes County, which is about 25, 30 miles northwest of Winston-Salem. So the very first college basketball game I ever attended was a, a big house gains game at uh, Winston-Salem State, our basketball team. I played at North Wilkes, and our basketball team was invited to go down there, and we watched. I went to his basketball camp yeah. uh, between my junior and senior years, dude. I mean, I I know Winston-Salem State pretty well, dude. And uh, I got to tell you, dude, it's a lot. Uh, how can I say this? I want to be correct here grammatically. It's a lot more live. Wait a minute. Do you guys still say lit? Yeah. The kids still. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's a lot more lit now than it was back in 1985 and 1986. Okay, yeah. playing in front of an environment like that. What does that mean to you, Isaac? I mean, it is just amazing. I mean, the building sways. It's so. It, there's so much energy and everything. We went one time. It was. I know. I'm doing all the talking here. I promise. I'm getting <laughs> to you here in a second. IP. Nah, but uh, just one of the, the first game that I went to. It was just. It was incredibly lit and just incredibly live and. It was like the building was, uh, I mean, what, you get about 2,500, I guess, 3,000 people in there, and yes, sir. everybody is moving as one. And what is it like to play in an environment like that when you've got the whole building just cheering every little move that you make? You know, I like it. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, it reminds me of uh, Kenston a little bit. Uh, that's why I chose to go to Winston. Um, I think the fans begin there like four hours, three hours in line uh, before the game. And, 
when it's game day, that's all they talking about is when we finna play. I'm telling you. And I thought uh, I thought Takima was crazy. Uh, she, when she told me originally, she was like, you know, you you better be here. Like you said, three and a half, four hours earlier, you're not getting in. I was lucky. I had a credential. I was credentialed for that game. If I had not had a credential for that game, I wouldn't have got in because I got there like two hours, two and a half hours. In fact, we tried to see you in Winston-Salem. Uh, now, that's not – or not in Winston. We tried to see you in Raleigh at Shaw. Yeah. And we got there – the the – Women's game had just barely started. Yeah. And there, Linda will tell you, there was a line of about a thousand people waiting outside to get in that little band box. Okay. Yes, Dude, is I think this might be the high point of CIAA basketball right now, isn't it? Yes, sir. I feel it, like. It, and it's not just, and Winston Salem, it's like I said, it's Shaw and everywhere that you play, isn't it? Yes, sir. Uh, I feel like uh, it made a big jump after COVID. Yeah. I think people were just, they were, they were wanted, they missed basketball. Yeah. And especially with the atmosphere and everything that you guys have at uh, at Winston Salem, and heck, let's even give credit where credit is due. Uh, Fayetteville State and at Shaw and at different places, people want to get out and support uh, support their teams, don't they? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is Isaac Parson, Winston Salem State. We're like I said, we're going to be bouncing back and forth. I got to tell you, uh, before I went on vacation last week, uh, we were down at the East Coast Invitational in Jacksonville, Isaiah, and. I, I've been waiting for a couple of years to, to – now, I'm not going to try to upset you here, Isaac, but you know what your pop said about Isaiah, right? Uh, what this say? is three or four years ago. He said Isaiah is ahead of Isaac, where Isaac was, let's say, three years ago, probably when you were in eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. And I, I was surprised so. by that because, I mean, you have been, you know, a rock star the entire time I've known you for the most part. It did my heart good. To see you, I think it was in, uh, it wasn't at the Commons. It was at uh, maybe Northside Jacksonville or the uh, Commons Middle School or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you hit like four or five three-pointers in that game to help Kinston win that uh, summer league game, dude. Yes, it, it seems like this is your time to step up. Uh, you've been on the varsity both years, your freshman and sophomore year. Yes, sir. What are your goals this year uh, as a junior and as being one of the leaders on this Kinston Vikings team? Uh, one of my goals is uh, for us to get far in the playoffs. I know because we lost a couple people, people transferring and seniors leaving. So it's a lot of doubt mm-hmm. that we can't do it. So that's one of the goals. And one of my goals is uh, for me is to uh, uh, play better offensively and defensively too. Mm-hmm. Um. Shooting the ball. I know I'm a shooter. Like, sometimes I, I don't know why, but I just don't shoot the ball. So, I'm going to start doing that this year. I'm going to go ahead and put words in your mouth here, and I mean this, Isaiah. I think you're you're like your big brother to a degree, and I mean this. You're unselfish to a fault. Yes, you sir. know what I mean by that? Yes, sir. I think and that's one of the things that uh, your dad and I used to talk about you, Isaac, is that you guys are. You've got that point guard mentality, you know, that, hey – my job is to feed everybody else on the on the court. You know, you that's yes, what sir. you're trying to do. And I think that's sometimes – I think that's maybe what gets in your head. And I'm just speaking for you, and if I'm wrong, tell no, me you, I'm no, wrong. No, you're right. You're right. Now, I think that when you've got the ball in your hand, you guys have such incredible court vision that you two are – you know, you're looking, okay, I've got, you know, one of the twins – talking about you, mm-hmm. Isaiah. Okay, I've got one of the twins over here. I've got this guy over here. Uh, okay, he's making his cut. i got to hit him. And you may not even realize – 
well, by God, I got a wide open 18-footer yeah. right here that yeah. I can take or I can drive in. You're more thinking about the guy that you're trying to hit. Is that – speak to that a little bit. Yeah, I, it kind of like overrides my mind, uh, passing and passing, trying to make sure everybody else is straight when I have a lot of opportunities myself that I could take. But sometimes, you know, last year and my freshman year, I really didn't take them, those opportunities for me. So this year I'm probably going to take – I'm still going to pass the ball a lot more and get the offense going, but take a lot more opportunities for me. How much of those first couple of years, and you could have been on the JV team if you'd wanted to. I know, like I said, last time we had all three of you, you and your dad, uh, Tad, in here, and you could have been on the JV team and been averaging 15, 16, 17 points a game probably for that JV team. Instead, you chose and to, to be on the varsity squad. Why, why did you make that decision? Um, I was going to be playing against some great guards. Dante, Jaira, um, Jalen Cobb, um, AJ. He was a transfer from Virginia. He was mm -hmm. good, though. Yeah, um, I was going to be playing against those great guards on defense and them they, they, them guarding me. So I felt like it was, it was going to be a challenge every day in practice. And I was up to take that. You sort of answered the question a little bit there, Isaiah, but I'm going to ask you it uh, straight out. What did you learn about yourself? What did you learn about this Kenson Vikings team in your first two years on the varsity as you go into your junior season now? Um, I always have to prove myself. I always got to prove myself. Because the second year I thought, because, you know, I was a second-year player, I thought I was just going to be given the spot or not, you know. But I really have to, like, work for it and take it, like, you know. Well, how good did it do your heart uh, hitting those big shots? And you hit – I got to see of your, what, eight or nine games that you played down at the ECI – I got to watch about five of them, I think. Five or six. I called a couple of them on TV, too. But uh, how good did it feel to be in – and I know it's summer league and all that, but to be in those game-type situations and to be able to to hit the big shots that you did? It felt good, you know, because that's really the first time I've actually, like, played. You know, um, it just felt real good. Isaac, how proud of you little brother over here, are you? I was proud, man. I was standing up height. Talked to him. Just, I was excited, man. It was, man. It was. It was. I and like I said, I can tell you from my point of view, it was. It was fun to watch. It was fun to watch and to see you sure. have as much success as you did down there too. Okay, in our studio right now. <coughs> excuse me. Uh, I Isaac Parson from Winston Salem State University. Isaiah Parson from Kinston High School. They are our big interviews, and as you know, every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, the exclusive sponsor of the big interview is UNC Lenore Healthcare. Uh, nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. <clears throat> you can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. We don't have one big interview for you. We have two big interviews for you as we've got Isaac Parson from Winston-Salem State University. We've got Isaiah Parson, junior guard for uh, rising junior guard for Kenson High School. Let's uh, pivot back over here to IP. Uh, IP1. I'm so used to just saying IP. I've got to remember there's IP1, there's IP2 here with me today. But uh, Isaac, 
you had such a spectacular season last year, and I don't have to tell you that. And Winston-Salem State did, winning the CIAA. It was a little bittersweet, though, uh, from our point of view, and I'm going to get your uh, views on it and your thoughts on it, too, uh, that it was all, you made it all the way to the promised land, and then you have the big injury in the semifinals. What, just uh, take us down that road of what the last couple of weeks was like for you uh, with Winston-Salem State this year. Um, the last couple of weeks from Winston, um, I was just excited that um, my teammates uh, carried out a job, even though I got hurt. Um, and tell everybody what the injury was. That um, I think I dislocated my wrist, and uh, I broke something else. I don't know exactly what it was, but I had like five-hour surgery the same day. But um, I, was, uh, I got injured, so I had to go to the back, but they had a little TV in the back where the game was going on. Obviously, I didn't know what the score was, so I found out after I watched the TV. She was like, you want to go back out there? I'm like, nah, I ain't even. It was down by one. I ain't trying to go back out there right now. You know what I'm saying? We lose, and I'm just going, you know what I'm saying? I'm bringing yeah. the spirits down, you know? So, after Soldier hit the shot, I was watching. I was like, yeah, I want to go back out there now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back out there, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of congratulate my guys. And then, at first, when I um, first got out of the hospital, they were telling me, like, I'm not gonna be able to go to the game, and I was like, "Now this was a, this was in Baltimore, right?" Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Nah, I, you know, what I'm saying I gotta make the game, you know." Yeah. So, um, luckily, one of the trainers came and got me after they released me, and yeah, I had to go. I didn't take a shower, uh, you know, but I had to go back to the hotel, take a shower, and then come to the game. But I made it just before, yes, sir. Again, like I said. So bittersweet, you were the the engine that got that team to the CIAA championship, and uh, but you could even see the pictures of you, just how happy you were and happy for your teammates. What well, what is it like to be a member of a CIAA championship team? Um, I feel like uh, it's a bond that we got forever, and nobody can take that away from us. Um, and it just uh, shows that the work that we put in um, before the season. Um, and training camp and just the stuff that we built to get to that point. Of course, being a media guy, you know, I mean, I, I can't let you just enjoy last year. We've got to look forward to this year, too, yes, that's coming up. What are the biggest changes on this team uh, from the the championship version of a few months ago to the 23-24 team that you're going to be helming? Uh, we got, like, seven returners coming back. And then we got uh, a lot of transfers from, like, junior colleges and and a couple of freshmen coming in. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything comes together and the new guys gel with the old guys. Yes, sir. There's a, a player that's going to be coming in that a lot of people around here know that uh, you shocked me. I mean, you told me this down at Summer League or uh, down at the ECI. Yeah. I didn't even have any idea this was going to happen, but uh, I'll, I'll let you make the announcement here on the show. Who is trying? Uh, there's a kid from Snow Hill or yeah, from Green Center. You know, Amaji died. died. I've heard yes, of him sir. a little bit. Have you talked to him? I mean, when did yeah. when did he make that decision that he's going to be uh, headed to Winston? Um, I think he made it like maybe like two months ago, a month okay. ago. And he was. I was just talking to him about it and stuff like that. And he said he was uh, ready to come to Winston and stuff. So I just said we were ready to get to work. We had a little uh, talk and stuff like that. Um, we, you know, we trying to run it back at the time. So, yes, sir. This Eastern North Carolina connection to Winston-Salem State has been amazing. I mean, already Samaj yes, from Farmville Central, who 
I got to tell you, you know, because I talked to both of you guys and played the interviews here on the show back in, I guess it was January, February, whenever it was. And it was always, it was just from my point of view, okay? I'm not trying to put words in your mouth either, but from my point of view, it was really weird for me to be pulling for Samaj Till, okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, after years of pulling against him over at Farmville Central, same thing with Amaji. I mean, I, I remember, and I'm not trying to bring up a sore subject, I think you were maybe only a sophomore that year if I'm getting yeah. my time frame right, but... Jerry was in the house. Jerry Stackhouse was in the house for that game that Green Central came into Kenson and gave Kenson their worst home defeat in the history of Kenson High School, and Amaji was a big part of that. Yes, How in the world, Isaac Parson, are you going to be – you've already mm -hmm. played a whole season now with Samaj, yeah. or is it two seasons? You've played one or two with him. Two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah. Now you're going to be playing with Samaj and with Amaji Dot at the same time. How, how do you wrap your mind around that, IP? Um, You know – I think about it sometimes, you know, we be uh, when Soldier first got there we talked we was talking about it a little bit, you know, he try to bring it up and <laughs> make it a little joke, man. Oh know? yeah. I would just be like, Hey man, you know, it's just it happened, man. It's ready to You know what you tell him, don't you? I'm what? gonna go ahead and give you the he's probably not listening right now. what's your next line you can give uh I'm the point guard. I'm the guy that gets you the ball. So uh, calm down on that a little bit. What do you, is that a good, that's a that's good a response, good, that's right? That's a good response, yes. Sir. You don't even have to give me credit, okay? I think that's a good way to respond to that. Is a, yeah, keep talking. Let's see if you get a pass, uh, you know, during the game. Of course, you're going to want to do the best. I got to tell you, tell me about this, just this whole line or this whole, uh, however you would say it, this connection between Kenston and Eastern North Carolina Winston-Salem State right now, it's a pretty good connection, isn't it? Yes, sir. I just feel like um, guys genuinely want to uh, play together. And um, they know there's some dogs in eastern North Carolina, so they're just trying to come together and hoop, honestly. How good is this uh, Rams team going to be in 23-24? Like we said, because Samaj is back. You're back. Uh, oh, Samaj isn't back? No, nah, he um, transferred. I didn't realize that. Where did he transfer to? Uh, Presbyterian. Now, why in the world would he want to be a blue hose <laughs> when he could be a when he could be a ram? Amen. Uh, it's his decision, yes, I guess. Sir. Well, doggone. Well, see, I, you're breaking news again. I had no idea about that. Yes, so, uh, who else from our neck of the woods is uh, going to be suiting up with you for once? The same. I like I said, we know Amaji Dodd. Is there anybody else that um, that Jeremy, we know? Jeremy Dixon. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, I, well, he was there as a freshman with you last year, too. How's he looking? Haven't had a chance. I saw yes, him. Uh, actually, I saw him down at the ECI uh, watching you, uh, Isaiah. But uh, how's his summer been? Um, it's been real good. Uh, I've been working out with him sometimes, you know, just uh, talking to him, just be ready. Uh, when the opportunity presents itself, just be ready. Just I know I know. Say. last year wasn't exactly what he wanted. Yes, I mean, sir. and I can appreciate that. I mean, you know, you go to a situation like that, you want to be like you were IP. You no. want to be the star of the team. But – as being his mentor to a degree and being his big brother to a degree, as you are with Jeremy, well, what are some of the things that you've worked with to help him improve to get ready for next year? Um, just staying mentally tough. You know, sometimes you're going to be challenged throughout the season. And the coaches just want to see what you do, how you respond. Honestly, that's really it. He's got all the potential in the world, doesn't he? Yes, sir. When you look at him, and I've got to tell you this, and I've told your dad this too, about both of you, but really about you, until you get a little bit older, Isaiah, I think I'll see it more, but I've seen it with you, Isaac, for goodness gracious, for three or four years now. I'd, I'd say if you don't go to play professional basketball, if it's going to be here in the States or maybe overseas, whatever you want to do, I think it, the sky's the limit for you too. I really think so. But I think eventually – 
I see you wearing a jacket and being a coach one day. Is that is that a realistic? What are you wanting to do with the next? When you get through, when you hang the jersey up and put the basketball aside as a player, what's going to be next for you, Isaac? Um, yeah, I feel like I could be a coach. Uh, I've done it before. Like just, I think I was at a camp one time and they didn't had no coach, so I was coaching and stuff like that. And I don't know. I just know the game and. I couldn't be away from it, honestly. And I tell you what, you get it honestly, too. Your grandpa is a Hall of Famer. He's a North Carolina High School Athletic Association Hall of Famer. And that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Your dad, who, you know, I love your dad to death, man. Uh, Tad Parson, one of the best coaches in our neck of the woods, an assistant coach over at Kenston High School right now. He could have his own program if he wanted it. He wants to stay here and uh, help this young man over here to my left and your right. But uh, do you – I wouldn't say, do you feel any pressure, Isaac, but do you, I guess I'm going to, is there any pressure from your grandpa, from your dad to maybe follow them down the road that they've done on the coaching side? Um, no, I don't, I don't think it's any pressure. Uh, they just want me to continue to keep working hard, um, keep doing what I'm doing, keep um, uh, pushing through obstacles that uh, come my way. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say, what, today is July the 11th and the year of the Lord 2023. I think in 2030, Isaac Parsons is going to be coaching somebody to a championship somewhere. I'm just, I'm just throwing, I, I'm speaking <laughs> into existence. I don't know if it'll be here in Kenston or somewhere in Eastern North Carolina, or maybe you'll follow the Dory Hines route of, uh, you know, he's now at University of Mount Olive as a head coach there. I just, I got to tell you, dude, I, you've got that mentality about you. When I watch you as a point guard on the court. When I see you, even at Winston-Salem, when you put your arm around the big guy's shoulders and you're talking to them, you're already coaching on the court. I, I, I think I see that in your future, dude. Yes, sir. What do you think, Isaiah? Do you see uh, – I think he can, man. I think he can. I think he can. That would be awesome. That would be pretty awesome. Live here in my studio right now from Winston-Salem State University, we've got Isaac Parson from Kenston High School. We've got Isaiah. We're going to pivot back to Isaiah here. Uh, what did you learn about uh, – this team, let's talk about the Kenson Vikings team, this 23-24 season that's coming up. It's going to be a little bit different. We've been so used to having Horace in the middle for the previous yeah. three years. Yeah. We've been so used to having a little bit of size. I got to tell you, if there's one thing that stood out to me about uh, the team at the ECI, and I think you guys had a lot of success there, but this is going to be a little bit different team than what we've been used to over the last five, six, seven, maybe even ten years or so, isn't it? Yes, sir, it is. Uh, we don't have... Six four, six five, even taller in the middle. Like what? What J D? It's like six four, six three. Six four, six three. Yeah. But, okay. You know, and this is his first year on varsity, so you know. Yeah. Um, but our guard play is great. It's I great. don't think any. I think there's gonna yeah. outside of a little team in Farmville, which uh, we're we're not gonna mention them, but uh, outside of that mm-hmm. team, I gotta tell you. I don't think there will be better guard play between yeah. you and the – I loved when Coach Tindall had you and the Twins out there on the court at the same time. Yes, sir. You guys were – it was as dynamic an offense as I've seen. I mean, the ball was moving. The I love a, a good, crisp passing game. And you guys had a couple of those yes, type sir. games. Is that what you're anticipating this year? And break that down a little bit for us. Um. Yes. Uh, when Lil, uh, Khalil, the, uh, one of the Twins, he's in the game. And he can dish it. Yeah. He can dish it. Uh, his brother, he can dish it too. He's more of a scorer though, so you know. And then me, I can shoot it, pass it too. Um, so it's going to be a good season. 
I think people are going to be surprised. A couple of very good freshmen on this team, too, that uh, uh, I've already heard people, and I said this during the broadcast uh, down at the ECI in Jacksonville, there are already people wanting to put that next moniker on uh, a couple of these guys. Tell us about these freshmen. Introduce us to them there. Okay, we got Keyshawn Herring, um, Slasher. He can shoot, too. Yeah. He, he can he can jump. I mean, he's – I mean, you might as well say he's next up, you know. Yeah. And then we got uh, – I think his name is Jamarion Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's Omarion, maybe. Omarion, yeah. yeah. But we call him Poopop, though. Whoa, 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 what? Poopop. Poopop? Yes, sir. Well, okay, you got to tell me. <laughs> I see how it's over here. I, honestly, I don't know why, but we've just always called him that. You okay. know, I don't, I don't know the reason why we call him that, but that's what we've been calling that since he was, since he was young. So you know, he's a slasher. He can shoot a little bit. Strong too. Strong. Well, he had one of the big finishes. Uh, like yeah. I said, you play so many games. What eight or nine games in a yes, four sir. day period? And I know uh, Coach Tindall was telling me that. He he finished a game pretty strong and ended up winning yeah. a game for you guys during yeah. the tournament too, or during the uh, ECI. Uh, so, what can fans anticipate? Uh, what's going to be the style of play for Kenston in the twenty three twenty four season? Just uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, straight running, okay. straight running, running the break. Um, we're probably going to walk it like maybe five percent of the time, wow. five to ten ten percent of the time. Um, because Coach Tim, that's how he wants us to play, you know. Um. A lot of threes. We're going to be shooting a lot of threes. We're going to make a lot, too. See how he grinned when he said that, Isaac? <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. It, one thing I like about Perry Tindall, and I've got, I've watched him longer than you've even been alive, yeah. Isaiah. Yeah. I mean, I've, yeah. I've seen him uh, coach. He will adapt his game. He's not one of those coaches that, oh, we got to stay the same system mm-hmm. the whole time because the system they're playing now is different even than the system that you played when you were there. Right, Isaac? Yes, sir. It, but that's one of the things I like about Coach Tindall and, I, and Coach Gulledge before him is that they adapt their the way they play to the talent that they have. And I think, like what you were just saying right there, Isaiah, that's what's going to be the big difference, isn't it? Yes, sir. Because uh, my first year, he said, I mean, you know, box out, you know. Yeah. But then my second year, he made it the main thing. Like, we have to box out. And now this year, it's – Again, the, like, top, top thing. Like, because, yeah. you know, we have no big man or no actual, like, 6'9", you know. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Yes, sir. How much in shape? I mean, you're in pretty good shape now. Like I said, I saw you down at the ECI, and you look like you were in shape. You look like your teammates were in shape, too. Yes, but sir. to play this style of ball, you have absolutely 100% yeah. got to be in tip-top yeah. shape, don't you? Yes, sir. How are you preparing yourself for that? Uh, running miles, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every week. Yes, sir. And that my dad really is kept that the top thing, really to stay in shape, because that's really it's the only thing that can really hold me back. Really. Well, I love. Have you thought about playing football? I have, man. I have. You know, Coach Giesman, he's always stayed on me about <laughs> it. I mean, every day. Where would he? You know what? You know, you look like you would be. And tell me if I'm wrong here, Isaac. Wouldn't he make a good running back? Yeah. You do. You're built. I mean, you're strong as crap. I mean, I mean, yes, you can just tell by looking at you. Put the tuck the ball in there and just hit a hole, man. I, I tell you what, dude. I think you'd be a good running back. I've thought about it, man. But I try it out. But you got to, and I understand you want to stay healthy for uh, basketball yes, season too. But I think that would be awesome. Okay, as we're wrapping up here with uh, IP one and IP two, uh, I want to jump back over here to you, Isaac. You and I have talked about this, and we talked. It, 
I've really not said anything here on the show. I kind of wanted to break it while you're in here. We've got to go through, you know, talking to your people, Winston-Salem State and all that. But when basketball season rolls around in November and December, uh, we're going to have an NIL with uh, with Isaac Parson. You're going to be uh, – and i got to give uh, Danny Foray the credit at, uh, at Kenston High School. He's the one that came up with this, and I love it. TGIF with IP. Yes, sir. What do you think? Every Friday, you're going to be uh, making like a 10-minute appearance, catching us up, kind of like what we did with Trez last year. Uh, we had Tuesdays with Trez. Uh, this year, we're going to have uh, TGIF with IP, and we'll have you from uh, December all the way through the end of the basketball season. Uh, like I said, we've still got to you know, uh, talk to your compliance people at uh, WSSU and all that, but i got to tell you, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be a fun winter, isn't it? Yes, sir. Well, what are some of the things that you'll be giving us insight to uh, at Winston-Salem State? Um, things that we have coming up during the season, how um, practices have been, and things that we did um, in training camp and boot camp as well. Well, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to hear you talking about, uh, you know, playing with Amaji, what that's going to be like. Because you've got – now, he's had a couple of stops before he's got to Winston-Salem State, but have you have you done any uh, – Played any pickup with him here in the last little bit? What? How? Yeah. How does he look on the court? Um, actually, we played in a little tournament this weekend. Oh, okay. Me, some of the guys from Winston, um, I had them come down so we could play together. Where was this at? Here in Kenston? Or? Um, it was in Snow Hill. Okay. But yeah, he looked good on the court. You know, he's real strong. Um, the pick and roll looked really good. Um, uh, we just, I just got to figure out how to um different ways to feed him in the post for sure. Well, very good. Well, like I said, I can't wait for basketball season to roll around. And uh, like I said, to have you uh, every Friday here in the second hour, every Friday, uh, TGIF with IP. That's going to be our uh, – hey, hey, we're looking for – we're looking for sponsors of it, okay? So if you'd like to sponsor that, let me know. Get up with me, and uh, we'll take care of that. But, again, uh, we'll have an exclusive NIL with uh, Isaac Parson with that from Winston-Salem State. So very excited about that. Final thoughts here as we wrap up uh, IP1. I'm ready for Kenston High season, and I'm ready for Winston season, yes, sir. I can't either. As we wrap up here with IP2, do it again. I can't begin to tell you, Isaiah, what it meant to me to see you out there and being uh, as productive as you were. I mean, you were you and the Twins were leading that uh, were leading the offense. You looked good out there. It was fluid. I saw a lot of smiles on uh, Perry Tindall's face. I saw a lot of smiles on Tad Parsons' face and uh, the other coaches that were out there. Just You seem to be, and you just sitting across from me right now too, you seem to be very optimistic about this upcoming season. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm definitely ready. Yeah. I really just can't wait for real. You know. I think this is going to be one of those years, and I'm, I say this sincerely. As someone who's now, I'm getting ready to start my 22nd Kinston High School basketball season, covering mm-hmm. them and watching them and everything. This is going to be one of those years where you don't see a whole lot. I don't think there are going to be a whole lot of expectations, and I'm not saying that to insult right. you. I think that people are going to say, well, you know, they're smaller, they're a little bit younger. With you being a junior, with the two freshmen coming in, and even with the, the senior twins, I still think a lot of people are going to be like, you know, there's not going to be a whole lot of expectations. It's going to be one of those years where you're going to be able to blow people out of the water with expectations. Is that something you're thinking? Or? Yes, sir. Just like my first year um, when Trez left, mm-hmm. um, there was a lot of doubt because we did bad in the ECI. We didn't, I don't think we won a game in the ECI. Wow. And then we went to the regionals. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I feel like we can prove people wrong. I can't wait for that. Yes, and I know you will. I know you well enough. I know your family lineage and uh, 
playing uh, after your big brother, your dad, all the contributions he's made. And like I said, your grandpa, I hope you guys know this. Your grandpa is one of the best coaches the state of North Carolina has ever produced. And I'm saying that from I'm outside your box. I knew who your grandpa was when I worked in western North Carolina in Shelby and Charlotte and Kings Mountain and all that, okay? I mean, your grandpa left quite a legacy up there in uh, northern North Carolina, okay? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, guys, thank you so much for coming in this morning. I appreciate you. I can't wait till Friday, TGIF with IP this yes, winter. I can't wait to watch you uh, running the basketball team over at Kenson High School, okay? Sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you for I having appreciate me. you, too. Let's get John and Jonathan in here, play the birthday game. We will come back and wrap up the Tuesday edition of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College right after that. Today is Tuesday, July the 11th in the year of our Lord 2023. It's time to play the birthday game. It's that game we play every day. Well, we're only going to play it nine times in June though, or in July, though, uh, John. But uh, we have fun playing it, don't we? Yes, we do, Brian. Jonathan? We do. Yeah. Some of it's arable. Yeah, uh, what percentage of, you know, you, you edit these, and, you know, lifting the curtain on the show here a little bit. Mm-hmm. You edit these. What percentage do you, I'd say 90% stays in, right? Uh, 90, 92%? I'd say 85% because if, you know, if there's like eight seconds of dead air where we're looking for something, I take that out to yeah. tighten things up a little. And if Massey says anything, most of that gets cut. <laughs> that is uh, true. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like it even when he goes, yeah, yeah oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say it, like, I know right now I can just feel it in my mouth yeah. that it's, that it's going to be cut. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Massey, you won yesterday. That means down deep in your mouth, you get to tell us about. <laughs> All right, that's it with the smell. <laughs> you you want to get one in? You need I to just did. In. Okay. I had to. <laughs> you get to tell us about Goiko and Jacques Passeleg. I'm not going to do it like that, but I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> Jacques Passleg is a he's he's a great businessman. He's a great person. He's a great sponsor, and uh, he he offers nothing if not great client service. Of course, his products are great. Uh, Brian and the rest of the team over here at the Brian Hanks uh, radio show, the award-winning Brian Hanks radio show, are very pleased with that Canon MF420 copier that has without fail printed off every piece of currency we have been paid. Hey, what? Well, you know what? It's so good you've never been caught. Hey, I don't care. That's why, yeah, Brian used that to to go ahead and front us the money before we went on vacation. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. uh, So if you're in the greater D.C. area, be on the lookout for Brian Hanks and any bluish-hued money. There you go, for sure. (laughs) Air high five. Okay, if we wanted to get in touch with Jacques Plum Pass Leg, how would we do that? You would dial 252-252-286-286. I don't like how he's handling that. Watch your mouth, right boy. 5354. 5354. And if you if you misdial a number, you are plumb out of luck. You are absolutely plumb out of luck. What about uh, if you wanted to uh, check out his website? Uh, his website, yes, yeah. Uh, GoEcoNC.com or what is GoEco.com for more information or Bucklesbury.com. I'm sure there's a way to navigate to Jock's site from there. I'm yeah. sure there is too. Or Blue. I got most. I didn't do that one. All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> Y'all do it by yourself. We love you, John. Stop saying uh, Okay. <laughs> it's not my fault. Jonathan started it. <laughs> yeah, but the second time I said it was an actual thing. Yeah. She was born Kimberly Denise Jones, but we know her better as... 
Lil Kim. Lil Kim, and that's L-I-L apostrophe. Oh, it would have to be if it wasn't going to be annoying. It wouldn't be right. This is the jump off, Lil Kim. I don't think I've ever listened to one of her songs. Really? I'm sorry. Assume one guess of, real quick, we can stop listening to this. I'm sorry. One of their songs, I hate to assume anybody's gender. How old is she today? 47. You say 47. What about you, John Dawson? 46. She was born July the 11th in the year of the Lord, 1974. She's 49 today. Way so too loud. Congratulations, uh, Jonathan Massey. You get that one. You lead one to nothing. He's the basis for this band. It's Weezer. Right? It is Weezer, but who's know. the basis? No idea. Don't know. Scott Schreiner. Okay. This is going to be the shortest birthday game. I, in the I don't have any. Game. I don't have an emotional investment in Weezer. Okay. To me, Weezer was the kid on the Little Rascal. This is Buddy Holly. This is Buddy Holly, though. I, oh, what, of course. Let me tell you. You're Mary Tyler Moore. You don't know this song. I know it. I just, it, it doesn't. Your Weezer neutral, It will not right? be played at my funeral. If Jonathan you know? and I have something to do with it, it will be. <laughs> yeah, like you'll be able to get in. <laughs> I better, I better be speaking at your funeral. That's so assuming you're hoping that. I die young is what you're saying. <laughs> God. Anyway. Get in line, pal. I, I will assume, I, I'll safely say this. You'll probably both outlive me. I don't know. I got a bad feeling about it, guys. Uh, don't say that. Scott Schreiner over there, Jonathan Parrott Dawson. <laughs> well, I get yeah, If I actually got to produce this show, I would have electric buzzers on electric wires hooked up to both of your chairs. Uh-huh. And when you said stuff you shouldn't, I would shock you. When we go down Depression Alley, I would shock you. You know. We, yeah. All I'm saying is I've been I've been getting really sleepy on my drive to work. God. <laughs> you. Wait a minute. <laughs> That's does, summer, funny. does summer make you something before you go to work every day? A I little guess? arsenic salad? <laughs> no, but I, I do take a couple Ambien before I before <laughs> I drive. That's not smart. Well, he saves time. He's 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 sleeping while he's going to work. He's multitasking, like you say. You like to a, to do. I'm trying to get a nap in in the morning. Wow. <laughs> Scott Schreiner over there, John Dawson, uh, Weezer, uh, fifty. You say 50. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 51. He was born July 11th, 1965. He's 58 today. Wow. <coughs> yeah, he's the oldest guy in Weezer. Wow. Wait a minute. That was pretty cool. Did you know that was a guitar? <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I'm okay with Weezer, but I'm, I, I, I wouldn't spend money on them, would you? If someone gave you free tickets to their show and it was uh, at the end of my driveway, I wouldn't go. Really? Really? I'd go see Weezer. You I, don't, I don't know if I want to be in a group of people to like Weezer. Well, let's be honest. Weezer's not going to be the, the, the marquee act. They're probably opening for somebody yeah. at this point. Oh. This is Las Vegas, right? Is this Las Vegas? Oh, no, this is Undone, the sweater song. Oh, <laughs> got me on that one. After after Buddy Holly and uh, what is it, Holiday in the Sun? Well, I'll tell you this. We did, uh, you know, my brother bought a karaoke machine a couple of years ago, and uh -huh. this past Thanksgiving we did uh, karaoke, I bet, for eight hours. I'm not joking. It was so much fun. 
And my sister Stacy knows this song and sung this song at karaoke, and I didn't know it. But uh, wasn't Holiday in the Sun Sex Pistols? Now, I'm pretty. Uh, Weezer had. I don't. Oh, okay. I'm not a big Sex Pistols fan. I'm not so either. I'm just. You said that song tied when I could have swore that was a Sex Pistols song. Well, she knew every word of this song without even looking at the screen. It was pretty impressive. We've got a song about dismantling a sweater. I think it's a metaphor for life that, you know, their life's about to come undone. But all you so it's just pulling one thread on the sweater and their life is falling apart. That's that's my that's you know my interpretation. My interpretation, yes. Okay, uh, here you go. Uh, he's the lead guitarist for this band. Was this Aerosmith? It's an '80s power ballad, isn't it? The voice is going to give it away to you right now. Oh, Bon Jovi, Richie yeah. Sambora. Richie Sambora. That's what I, I keep forgetting to bring it over here, but I'm going to bring it because, you know, we usually get together and nosh before we come back here. I have a DVD of Triumph, the insult comic dog. And like 15-minute segment is they send, it's Robert Schmeigel, but they send uh, Triumph, the insult comic, to a Bon Jovi concert <laughs> at uh, up in Jersey, that area. And it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Really? He, he mingles with the fans and insults them. He mingles with the band and insults them. He gets on stage and sings a special version. A, you give love a bad name the, with special lyrics. And it's, you will, you'll be, it's a non-belly laugher, as you would okay. say. Well, this is Never Say Goodbye. Ask me why I chose this song, John Dawson. It's got something to do with a girl and you crying in a phone booth on a mountain or well, something. What have you two assumed that was a girl? <laughs> well, yeah. Well. <laughs> This was the uh, the last song they played at my senior prom in 1987. Oh, Lord. They were trying to make everybody dyspeptic, weren't they? Oh, it wasn't dyspeptic. It was making everybody. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that was our theme was Never Say Goodbye, our, the class of 1987. I just I skipped that, and I just didn't even say hello. <laughs> there you go. You I graduated with a bunch of schmoes. Oh. Focus, uh, people. I know, I know. <laughs> Our attention got drawn off there. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, you did good. But uh, I remember dancing with my prom date my senior year. What was his name? <laughs> Jonathan Massey. Uh, I wasn't alive then, so I'm safe. <laughs> and uh, I remember holding my girl tightly, singing this into her ear. Girl. <laughs> he did air quotes there when he said girl. Okay. Non-binary individual. <laughs> there you go. And I swore I'd never let you go together forever. Never say goodbye. <laughs> what both of y'all are taking? Was it that bad? Massey, I envy your hearing loss at this point. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Hoping it would never end. Okay, Jonathan Massey, you get this first. Richie Sambora of Bon Jovi. How old is he today? Let's see. Your senior prom was 1964. It was 1980. <laughs> it was 1987, you rat. 
His date was Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> hey, she, you talk about gams? Yeah. Susan B. Anthony had some gams, okay? Man. She had some shekels, too. Yeah. Um, let's see, so that was 30, 36 years ago. Oh, Good God. Lord. Uh, What's 36 years ago, John? 68. You say 68. Hold on, hold on. You got to hear this last part here. We used to talk about <laughs> We'd break their hearts together Forever Never say goodbye It's worse with the headphones off. <laughs> God, you got to turn that down, man. Okay, I'll turn it down. Richie Sambora. No, your mic. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Oh. He said 68, you say? 67. He was born July 11th, 1959, so he's 64 today. Do so you get that Rumored one? Rumored to be coming back. Really? To Bon Jovi. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, listen, listen to the emotion. Oh, he's singing, John. He's singing right into my heart right now, okay? You know, Brian, we always kind of knew, but we're glad you're finally <laughs> telling us. You're going to feel better. <laughs> I am. You will, you'll feel much better. Why is that? We finally letting everybody know. Oh, I love this song. Yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, listen. I just feel like the timing is weird because, you know, last month was Pride Month. <laughs> Whatever, man. I don't care. That's a great song. Well, and you shouldn't care, Brian. You should feel comfortable with who you are. We love you. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you got Not it. the way you want us to, but we still <laughs> love you. <laughs> that was even better. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Next up. Now, I asked her permission to be able to, and she was, she's proud. John okay. Bonjo. <laughs> <laughs> the next birthday. We just did Richie Sambora. How about... Richie Honeycutt. Uh-huh. Today is Richie Honeycutt's birthday, and I was going to tell everybody she was 38, and she said no. Let people know what my real age is, Brian, and I thought that was very cool. So, John Dawson, you get to guess first. How Thank old God. today is Richie Honeycutt? Oh, great. <laughs> so, how you're, you're 54. I'm 54. I'm serious. I was going to ask, did she mind? Or I'll tell you, while you're thinking, I was like, do you mind if we do your birthday game? She's, or, or your birthday on the birthday game? Because she loves the show. She listens to the show every day. She's our good friend from Lenore Community College. She's awesome. We love her. Do not, don't all three of us love us some, uh, some Richie Honeycutt? Oh, Richie's yeah. great. Richie's I awesome. don't like being put in the spot, but Richie's great. <laughs> and I said, I okay. feel like she's close to your age, but she looks like she's closer to me. Your age. My age. Yeah. Well, I asked oh, her, I said, yeah, because you, you two are so far apart. I said, do you mind if I use your age? Or I didn't even say that. I said, I'm going to tell everybody you're 38. She said, no, tell them how old I really am. She told me the year, so that's why we're doing it. John Dawson, you get to guess first. How old is Richie Honeycutt? 52. You say 52. Jonathan Massey. Well, I know she's really good friends with Linda, but that doesn't mean anything. But I'm going to say 53. She was born July the 11th, 1957. Richie Honeycutt is 66 years old today. Get out of Boston. I 
that's what she sent me in a text message. How about that? Hmm. She, she's a, she's beautiful. She's 66 years old, and she's proud of it. I mean, she wants people to know today is her 66th birthday. And guess what? I mean, you clinched the day over there, Jonathan Massey. Yes, I clinched the day with Richie. <laughs> yes, you did. Three to one. Now, you talk about needing a calculator. You're definitely going to need a calculator on this one. So go ahead and get it out. It's if uh, I've lost, I'm not going to put in that much effort. Okay. So just tell <laughs> there me. you go. Well, he's already won. He's up three to yeah. one, so he's already won for today. He was the sixth president of these United States of America. Okay. So Washington, Jefferson. Nah. Uh, Washington. Adams, Jefferson. Yep. Madison. All right, Ooh. fellas. Who James is Monroe. Nope, after him. James K. Polk. I don't know. No, James K. Polk's like John Quincy Adams. Ross Perot. John Quincy Say Adams. He died in 1848. So he died what? Uh, <laughs> in my mouth. 175 years ago. ago. Look at y'all. Yeah, he died 175 years ago. So who is it again? Uh, John Quincy Adams. Jonathan Massey. How old would he be if he were alive today? 240. You say 240. What do you say, Jonathan Parrott Dawson? 243. Uh, what did you say? 240. He was born July the 11th in the year of the Lord, 17 and 67. Wow. He would be 256 today. So, uh -huh. John Dawson, you get that one. Doesn't matter because John Massey had already clinched the day. And you're now up two to nothing in this uh, in this abbreviated month here, Jonathan Massey. If today is your birthday here on July 11th, like the great Richie Honeycutt, I know you would like to wish her a happy birthday, John Dawson. I hope you have a great birthday, Richie, and I hope uh, when Brian goes in to uh, give you a birthday hug, you somehow have an escape route planned. <laughs> you know, she is like uh, eighth degree black belt. That's not a joke, karate. So. Uh, if she wanted to take me out, that would not be hard for her to do. There's lots of balconies at LCC, so I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, you're right about it. <laughs> hey! Good uh, Lord. Would you like to say anything to Richie Honeycutt? Uh, Richie, uh, happy birthday. Congratulations on, on your recent award, the Pinnacle mm -hmm. of Achievement. That's award. right. That's where and, the radio <coughs> show won an award that and night. And I, yeah. uh, I apologize that your friendship with Linda has made you uh, closer with Brian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Uh, so, uh, hey, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by Goeco Office Automation. Once Chuck Norris threw a grenade and killed 50 people, then it exploded. Chuck Norris doesn't worry about high gas prices. His vehicles run on fear. Chuck Norris has a bear carpet in his living room, but the bear is not dead. It's just too afraid to move. Death once had a near Chuck Norris experience. When Chuck Norris does division, there are no remainders. When Chuck Norris reads a book, the book gains knowledge. Chuck Norris's tears cure cancer. Too bad he never cries. Chuck Norris can make onions cry. Chuck Norris can lift up a suitcase with himself in it. Only Chuck Norris can slam revolving doors. The dark is afraid of Chuck Norris. When Chuck Norris enters a room, he doesn't turn the lights on, he turns the dark off. Champions are the breakfast of Chuck Norris. We live in an expanding universe. All of it is trying to get away from Chuck Norris. Aliens are real. They are just hiding from Chuck Norris. If Chuck Norris were to travel to an alternate dimension in which there was another Chuck Norris, and they fought each other, they would both win. 
Chuck Norris and Superman once fought each other on a bet. The loser had to start wearing his underwear on the outside of his pants. When Graham Bell invented the telephone, he already had two missed calls from Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris once left a half-eaten apple. A random company used it as their logo. And now you know everything you need to know about Chuck Norris, that is for sure. Okay, hey, uh, man, what a fun show. Goodness gracious, Richard Clark in our first hour talking about the uh, the NBA and then uh, IP1 and IP2 in our second hour. Uh, Isaac Parson from Winston-Salem State and uh, junior Kenson High School guard Isaiah Parson. Uh, we, we broke the news. Our NIL, if you remember, we had Tuesdays with Trez last year. This year, during basketball season, we're going to have TGIF with IP every Friday in the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to talk to Isaac Parson from Winston-Salem State, find out what's going on with him uh, as we uh, get you ready for the whole season there. So, uh, man, what a, what a great show today. Hey, uh, one more time, I just want to let everybody know, congratulations to Kenston Post 43 and their upset of Wilson in the American Legion playoffs. Wilson was the top seed out of our division, and uh, and Kinston Post 43 defeated them last night in Game 3 of that series, 16-6. to They would now advance to play Pitt in the next round. That begins Wednesday at Pitt Community College. So if you can get out there for that, that would be awesome. It is a best of five. Coach Easton uh, messaged me uh, there while we were doing the interviews with uh, the Parson brothers, and uh, he did tell me that, yes, uh, it will be at Pitt Community College. It's going to be a best-of-five series, and uh, we're going to try to get him up here on the show with us tomorrow. I think that'll be a lot of fun to get him up here. Don't forget that this weekend, uh, we're just trying to write, there's so much to do in Kenston and Lenore County over the next week or so, and it's, it's especially this weekend. Uh, there's going to be a uh, big events all throughout Lenore County uh, with uh, it's sort of a reunion of former Kenston athletes, Lenore County athletes playing at events all over the county. We're going to try to get uh, a, one of the guys that's helped organize that here with us uh, on the show. I think that's going to be a lot of fun, too, to talk to them. Um, <clears throat> Danielle Bryant is uh, one of the guys that is organizing that. It's a, a Jerry Stackhouse heavy weekend. So we're trying to get Jerry also. If we don't, we'll try to get him next week. But uh, listen. A lot of great things that are going to be going on. We're going to try to get him on the show here with us, too. Uh, in fact, man, I'm telling you, the rest of the week, we've got some great guests. I mean, tomorrow, obviously, we'll have Michael Martin in our first hour, hopefully Ty Eason and another guest in our second hour. Then Thursday, we're going to have Shane Albee on in our first hour, and then in our second hour, making her debut appearance here on the show. I'm very excited about this. Uh, when I was at the Free Press, she was uh, my managing editor, and basically, let me just tell the truth, she ran the free press there, especially when I was going through uh, my time with Tina, when Tina got really sick and uh, those, I don't even know, it was right at a year, Jennifer Schrader led the uh, free press. She is now down in Georgia. She's got a, a lot of thoughts on a lot of things. We're going to talk to her about that, and she'll be, like I said, making her, her debut appearance here on the show. That will be on Thursday and then Friday. I am so looking forward to this. It is going to be so much fun. Paul Whittington in our first hour, as always, we always have great visits with him. But then in our second hour, Craig Hill, Nick Harvey II, Jay Wilson in our second hour, as we're going to be doing the Kinston basketball draft. We're going to be uh, looking at uh, all four of us. We're going to draft five starters and two 
Uh, reserve players from the all-time Kinston basketball roster. That's going to be fun. Coach Craig Hill is going to be in the Hall of Fame here uh, about a month from now. Nick Harvey the second, and then Jay Wilson and myself. We're going to have so much fun drafting that team. So, there you go. Uh, that's what's coming up. Thank you again to Richard Clark, Isaac Parson, Isaiah Parson. What a fun show this was today. Hope you have a great Tuesday. We will see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College.